Records of the Unknown, Operation Convergence, involves story elements that some may find disturbing, including violence, psychological horror, and depictions of suicide. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to an Atomic Broadcasting production. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the feature presentation. And remember, do your part, such as like, comment, rate, and don't forget to tell a friend to tune in for an Atomic Time. Agent Green slipped unexpectedly and drew the attention of an odd blob. Gray, oily, roughly the size of an adult's head. It latched itself to his hand, eating or melting away the flesh and even most of the bone. Both agents, Green and Olive, escaped the room and fled to the woods to regroup and recover. Agent Gray was shocked by a horrifying vision, but after stabilizing, he and Teal discovered in the records that it was not tax season. They briefly spoke to Thomas Allen, one of the aldermen, and another of the ill-informed citizenry of Groversville. And then they stumbled upon Agents Green and Olive, as Olive finished sawing off the bony remains of Agent Green's hand. Trust. How common a thing to give. In the great conspiracy, trust is to be held at arm's length. You may think you and your fellow agents share a common goal, but when you see them again, how do you know they are still themselves? How do you know if you can trust them the same way again? September 13th, 1996. 637 P.M. Groversville, Tennessee. Just north of town, there's a field. Past that field is a tree line. Next to that tree line is one, but now two, FBI vehicles. Both of them now locked and closed. Further into the trees, Agents Gray and Agents Teal flank around a tree and see Agent Green laying with his arm outstretched and Agent Olive with a bone saw, just finishing cutting off the remains of his hand. I need sanity checks from everyone except for Green. Because I already went through it. Jenkins. (laughs) Jenkins. Did you get a 100? No. Did you get a 99? (laughs) No, I thought I did for a second. Yeah, I got a 96 over 70. 45 under 53. 31 under 88. Agent Teal, you lose two sanity points. Agent Olive, as you've just finished and you're holding the bones on your hand, looking at the remains on the ground, will you roll me a power check? Sure. Got a 100. Oh, that's great. I am very (laughs) proud of you. As you're looking down at the remains of the bones, everything goes black. Darkness surrounds you. You hear murmuring, pacing. Then a light comes on and you realize your eyes are closed. When you open them, you see you're in a dark room. The ground and walls are stone. You seem to be in a basement. You try to move, but you see you're tied to a chair at your wrists and your ankles. The ground below you is stained with blood old and new. Several people stand in the room, their faces a blur to you. One man is obscured behind the now vibrant lavender light. So, you ready to talk yet? You don't have to answer, of course. We've got time to kill. I just have a couple of things I need answered first. Let's start with a simple question. What happened to the baby? You say something in response. 
and they didn't seem to like it. You're now in pain. Bleeding. You think you made a good deal, don't you? The program. You think they'll protect you? Tell me. When you went to Groversville, the man steps forward, revealing himself. The skin on his face is stretched towards the back of his head, still hanging on by staples. His skin is a white, gray color. He bares his teeth in a grin, and you see them as sharp as a shark's. And on his suit is a patch, a triangle. The three edges have words on them. Supra et ultra. And in the center of the triangle is the earth, with a knife plunged into the top of it. Did you think you were going to survive? He lifts his arms, revealing the body you saw in the bathtub. But we'll make use of you anyway. You wouldn't want the authorities to find out what's going on with you, would you? He lifts the body closer to you, and reaching out from its nose, ears, and mouth, is this gray, oozy look reaching for you. A loud buzzing begins to grow and grow and grow, and the light begins flashing in every color, even those you could never fully explain or even comprehend, as you feel this gray matter reach into you and pull itself through whatever orifice it can reach. And then you wake up, looking down at the bone. Because you crit failed, you take six willpower points of damage. <laughs> and I need an additional sanity check. Hang on. 16. Under 88. You lose six sanity points. Okay. Um, That's now, fair. Now, hold on. That will put you into a temporary insanity. That's also fair. Would you like to project this? You'll lose willpower points as well as bond points. Or do you want to take the whole six? I'll just take it. I mean, would you flee, fight, or freeze in this scenario? Freeze, probably. How does that all work out in your head, this whole scenario? Run us through how Olive's feeling, if you will. Olive is feeling very creeped out. Probably has some gross tingles going down the back of her neck. Maybe, I don't know, trying to brush something off that's not really there. Kind of wide-eyed. Definitely looks freaked out. Gray and Teal, you both come around. You see Agent Green leaning against the tree. He looks like he's feeling pretty good right now. You see a pill bottle sprayed across the ground. And Olive is just staring intently at this little bit of bone left over. With her eyes just like whited over. Probably still kneeling on the ground. I have not moved. With a bone saw shaking in her hand. (laughs) What in Sam hell is... We leave you two alone for half a day in... What? At the sound of your voice, Olive, like, snaps out of it, and she, like, jerks and looks around frantically at the both of you. Well, first of all... Hello. Green. Green. How are you? And, And I just immediately... Like, you watch her, and I go and I start tying... Like, take off my belt and start tying it around your arm. So much to update you on. So you going up there, the wound is very well taken care of already. Aside from the bone that was just cut off. The flesh is already all patched up and great. Is it bleeding still? No. It looked like it had in the past, but they had already taken care of it. What? And that they had just gotten rid of the remainder bone. What? I just grab your arm and look at it. Uh... So, funny story. I... I'm not in as much pain as I think I should be. But we went to the hotel, and we found a lot of stuff. What? And I just point to the arm and in the... You you weren't supposed to go to the hotel. You were supposed to... That's where we went there. We found... uh, We found Jane. Jane? Uh Uh-huh. We also found Jane's kidnapper. Um, What? Now, hold on. She was kidnapped? She was kidnapped? Two... Uh, well, to a degree, depends on depends on how you define kidnapping. You see, 
um, taken against your will. She's also pregnant. Good news. <laughs> That's not. That's well, she's not... about uh, nine months pregnant with uh, Billy's child. Now hold on. How can she be nine months pregnant and no one notice? It's fascinating, isn't it? She's also eaten about like nine months worth of food, so I guess that kind of makes sense. That that doesn't answer the question. Like, well, well first of all, first question. First mm. question I have in all of this. Shoot. Mm-hmm. That's a question. Don't actually shoot. Which, believe it or not, we did fire our gun. Did, why is your arm not bleeding? Well, that's because we patched it up. That's... Not how. So, so to, to answer that story, we have to go back to the kidnapper. The kid. They, they see. Um, oh, I, I think I might need another dose. Um, so the kidnapper. We found his room, very messy. We found him in a bathtub, dead. Who? Uh, presumably now, suicide. Now, um, at what point were you going to come get us? We, we were literally coming to come get you when we got attacked by a little blob. Like a blob, like, uh, imagine... A, a, blob. a blob. Imagine... I'm sorry. Like, uh, I, I I'm, think Like a blob you, of glue. I'm gonna cut That's you off. That's very acidic and very painful. You, you have clearly had a very traumatic event here. Olive, Olive please <laughs> explain... <laughs> Hopefully with a little bit more sense. And it ate my hand. Your hand's, Your right, hands there. right there. No, that's like, there's about 50 to 30% of a bone there. The rest is gone. It looks like it was melted or eaten the rest so of it, like on the why edges. why did you cut off your hand? I cut off the bones that were left. Why? To prevent it from spreading up his arm. It spread? Maybe. It tried. We don't know. Okay, it Olive. Was, it was to prevent... Put down the saw. She looks at the saw, tosses it to the ground. Now, Olive. Uh, all right. Why, why, why don't you... You sit there and sit down. Both... You stay sitting. Uh, what 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 did you give him? A lot of painkillers. Where, where did you get the painkillers? I don't know. What do you, what do you mean, mean you don't, don't know? I don't remember. Okay. We went to Merle's, the drugstore. Yeah, that sounds right. All right, and did you did did you go inside? Did I go inside? Yes, you specifically. No, no I just sat in the car. You sat in the car after <laughs> your hand had been eaten. What else was I supposed to do? And you said it was spreading. No, 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 no. 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 It's still trapped in the room, presumably. Um, it's still what? So what? Let me try to start from the beginning. We went to the hotel so he could get, I think, something out of the room. I don't, rem- I don't remember. Um, we we ran into the um, person who works, the, the receptionist at the front front desk. Um, but before before that, I I saw someone watching us through a window, and in a roundabout sort of way, we found out that it was Jane who was staying there. But um, we stole stole the key so we could go in there. I knocked. No one came to the door, so we opened the door, and it's, it, it's, it's weird. It, it's weird she, how? She, she's like skin and bones. Oh, yeah, she's starving. She, she has like n- no muscle mass, nothing, no fat, nothing. She's nine months. She looks nine months pregnant, but she said she's only like a few weeks with Billy's baby, but somehow she's... Like she looks nine months pregnant. Now I might, uh, I may be wrong, but I, I don't make no the the timelines don't add no, up. No, it doesn't. No, and she she Did you figure her that skin. Out yourself? Well, I'm just putting all of this together here, but Green. All right. Her skin is like gray, like ashen, and she's eating ungodly amounts of food, like it's nothing. And she's still she's saying that she's hungry all the time. So we have okay. Hold up, hold, hold. Where was the blob? I'm not there yet to that point in the story. So you found Jane. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's nine months by two weeks pregnant. Which yeah, means she's going to give birth It's soon. weird. Duh. Um, so we found out that she, she checked into the hotel with a guy named Scott Adams. Scott, wait, wait. Scott Adams 
Scott mm-hmm. Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Teal. Teal, wasn't that? Yeah. He was the the. the oh, you know him. The the, the, the crazy yeah, one. The crazy one. Oh, he's dead. So I guess. So. <sighs> I was oh, getting there. I ain't gonna get their interview. Nope. Um. Apparently, this guy had been bringing her loads and loads and loads and loads of food, and the room she was in was just covered in like it was just garbage of like food containers, empty food containers, and groceries and stuff. But she looks starved. Now, she, she's only been missing two days. Two days, yeah. And it, weeks worth of food. Yeah, and we, we brought her some food because she was complaining about how hungry she was. But even after eating it, she was, it's like it wasn't ever enough. Wolfed it down. Yeah. Eaten for two. That must mean that her mother... Might have, been, might have been lying to us, or... Oh, I doubt she knows. Yeah, her her ma seemed real out of it. I don't think she has any idea what's going on. No. Something's going on there. Now, after you gave her the food, mm-hmm. did, did you get any information off her? Or? Not a lot. Not really. Mainly just that the guy who was bringing her the food suddenly stopped showing up a couple days ago. Um, but the guy was staying in the room across the hall from her, so we left her, told her we'd be back with more food, which I guess we should do that at some point. Um, but we went across the hall, knocked on the door, no one answered. So we broke into his room, and it's also trashed. It's just piles of stuff everywhere. Um, didn't see anybody originally but then we went into the bathroom and uh, there was this guy in a bathtub full of blood his wrists were slit open and he was dead did you uh check for any id or i tried um we couldn't find anything i mean the room is absolutely garbage and we we figured we'd get you two and go back but then I don't remember why someone reached into the bathtub oh that was me I don't remember why that's because I was I was trying to see if I could tell how long he's been dead or at least to see if he was warm or cold do you have any medical experience I know some but it doesn't matter because the floor was very slippery what so what happened? Is that why his hand is... So... Nope. No. Um, I mean, partially could be. Well, um, well you see... Let me I... continue, oh, hold on. Mr. Hold Drunk on. Man. Hold on. Hold on. Cotton pick a minute. What? Your arm's okay. I don't know where the story's going. It's... You said Jane's back at well, the hotel. Let, no, Can I finish the finish. story? Can we finish it in the car? No! Don't worry, I feel good enough to drive. So, after he kind of sort of fell into the bathtub water, I... Someone tried to trap us in the room. The door slammed shut, and someone put, like, a chair underneath the doorknob. You know, that actually could have been Scott Adams. Potentially, but I broke the door back open, couldn't see anyone in the hall. So whoever it was left. Potentially grabbed chain. Maybe. We didn't go back to check because other things came up. Um, the other things would be this. Yeah, his hand situation. Then there was this splashing noise. Something crawled out of somewhere. And when he says it was a, a blob, that's pretty much what it was. It, 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 it attacked... And it attached to his hand. And it's it was like it was draining energy from him or something because his hand started to shrivel wait, wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. Draining energy from him? I That's the only thing that I can it e- equate like it to. It felt like burning and teeth. And his hand started doing what? Melting. Shriveling, melting. No, I don't mean to be too... You know, I wasn't in that situation, and I'm sure you both handled yourselves very well. But you fired 
a gun at it. I did. In a hotel filled with civilians. Yes. And no one showed up and asked questions? No. The front desk worker was out by the pool. She wasn't even in the building when all this happened. So if she heard anything, she didn't come check. She may not have heard anything. I don't know. And and do you know what room the uh, blob originated from? I still got the key. The same room we were in. The bathroom? The bathroom. Um... It got away. Presumably. It got away. It, it went underneath trash. all the clutter and trash in the room, and we were just concerned about getting out of there, especially after what we saw happen to his hand. And the bullet went through it. Then I was afraid that it might spread up his arm somehow, and it was just bone left behind, so we decided to cut it off. That's what happened. How'd you get out here? This is where we drove to because if he's screaming in town people are gonna come try and figure out what's happening after you know she kind of finishes regaling this story and you guys are looking at everything could i have the two of you just make another sanity check for the situation that's 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 fair how it affects you if it does at all 74 over 53 15 under 68 agent gray yep take four points of sanity damage now, you can attempt to project it if you would like, but you will lose willpower points in a bond. If your willpower drops to one or two, everything's at a minus 20%. If it's zero, you're out of control, you're unconscious, or incapacitated by an emotional meltdown. Would you like to project or just take the four? I'll project. All right. Roll 1d4. Three. Three. So you only take one sanity point. You lose three willpower, and one of your bonds decreases by three. Which bond would you like to decrease? Still my assistant. What is your assistant down to now with the three? Nine. So how do you two, with your success and your failure, how do you handle taking this information if you even fully believe what you've just heard? Gray is just, after hearing that, you just see him take a deep breath and just kind of, without really thinking about he still has a gun in his hand, he's just going to kind of listlessly hold it to his side and run, turn around and run a hand through his hair and you're just going to hear <sighs> and you hear just the slightest faintest buzz in the back of your head Teal, how do you handle taking this information? So, te- most of Teal's actual like job in the CIA is receiving information constantly from his foreign spies that he controls his assets so since he passed he's very much used to receiving shocking information and not being a part of it so he's just gonna be like yeah this is this is a little abnormal but um nothing you know bad things happen sort of push past it like it's just another report what what are we gonna do about this obviously you don't need any more medical attention not until tomorrow maybe that's a lot of information she said Gray's back at the hotel. Yeah. Not Gray. Jane? Uh, not, no, no. Uh, I mean... Adams? Adams. Presumably. He's we either d- the body or the chair man. We didn't check for an ID, but it's we assume it was Adams. What I don't like about this story is that you said it felt like it was sucking the life out of your hand. Uh, well, it, was, it felt like more like it was eating my hand or melting it. And then it tried to go in it. Yeah, it did. It tried to go in his hand. It tried to enter his body through the hole it was creating in his hand. Now, I'm normally not one for conspiracy theories, but is it possible that the blob was living in the dead man? It's possible. And the reason why he killed himself? Possible? I I don't know. What about that nine months... Mm-hmm. But on a few week pregnancy. It very much could be because she's emaciated. It could be literally sucking. And just a little reminder: nine months is about time to give birth. Yeah, no, we should we get know. back now. I don't know what we can do, but prepare for a blob baby. Well, I'm not raising it. It's almost calls for another phone call. We've already bugged him enough. If things get out of hand, we if we can make it till tomorrow, we can run some tests. And maybe get this place quarantined. So right now, control. Right now, control. 
we need to focus on containing it in the hotel uh, and making sure no one else knows of it. Remember, the most important part of our job right now is to cover up. That's going to be hard. Yeah. There's more to this story. There's more to this town. No, I fully understand there's a lot going on, but we need to focus on the blob. Did you guys find anything out? There is no taxi? The aldermen seem fine for the most part. We got to speak with one of them. They're super strict about... Jane's dead father, actually. Yeah. He didn't know anything going on in town, and we got a look in their records room for disappearances, and something's happening, but we're just not quite sure yet. I don't know. There, there's there's something here that's it's not adding up, but let's go take care of this blob. And Jane. And Jane. I tried to shove my coat under the crack of the door so it wouldn't get out, but I don't know how successful that would be. If uh, we need to work on the cover-up story as well, my best guess right now is just druggies go along with what we're already here for. Trash room. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Emaciated it. girl. Yeah. Also, I bet the she cops was... are already at the motel. What did you say? I bet the cops are already at the motel. Yeah. Let's, <sighs> just, let's, let's just go. We need to get your, you taken care of something. Is there a hospital here? I didn't. Look, we can't take him to the hot. What are we gonna say, Gray? Uh, what? Lawnmower accident? I don't know. We do are, are out of town. What? Why are we mowing the lawn? They handled it fine. They oh, got they pills. They handled it all right. They went into the middle of nowhere and fixed oh, his I hand. Green, grab what's left of your stub and let's go. And grab that bone saw. Can I not grab it? No, we can't leave it here. Can you grab it? I mean, we couldn't say we didn't. Wait. You, did you touch that thing whenever you... The the I, the I blob? No, the, the leftover bit of hand. Probably with a glove. I did touch his hand when I accidentally broke his finger. It was already broken, don't worry. Honestly, is there any point? We can't leave traces of ourselves if at all possible. I know it's not much, but random animal can get it, but that hand might be infected, and that animal can get infected, and then we have a all whole right, other... All right, all right, you make a point, you make a point. Let's, let's, let's just... I'll go back to the cars and see what we can get to bag it up, so if to speak. anyone has a handkerchief, they can... So I imagine you all get the hand, you all get together, Agent Gray drives one car, Agent Teal drives the other car, and you make your way back to the motel. And you guys get back to the motel, and everything seems very quiet. There's still the one white windowless van and one truck on the end that you've seen before, so you'd assume belongs to the receptionist. Who's in the vehicle with me? Gray will say Olive is in with you. What room was she in? I don't know the room number. He was in 22, and Jane was in 21. All right, well, I pull up uh, next to Teal. Olive, uh, why don't you take Green, and you two go situate yourself in the room? I think it's best if... We stick together for this one, considering what they went to. Well, true, but what what's he going to do? He can't do much. He's but fine. We don't want to leave him alone. With your awareness, you hear the sound of a screen door closing. As you see the receptionist stepping outside, looking like she's walking towards her vehicle, and she sees you guys and is like, oh, and waves. I'll wave back. She starts walking towards you guys. I'm going to put my hand behind my back. Gray's just going to come up and, like, you know, right in front of you a little bit, right in front of that arm. I'm going to, like, eyeball you to take him inside. Hello. What's going on? Hi again. Hi. Hey, um... Did you see those FBI agents yet? No, not yet. Oh, okay. I just can't wait till I can help them out. Well, you may, you may get your chance. I hear they're heading around town. Yeah... And I made a mistake. What was Uh, that? Well, I left those keys out because I was waiting to give them to the FBI agents, and now they're gone. So I got to go get copies (gasps) made. That's... No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. You guys are the only ones there, but you guys are such great friends. So I don't think you would do it. It's probably that Scott Adams. Yeah, probably. He's probably the one who's stealing the towels, too. When she says that, she kind of like has a blank look on her face for a second and kind of cocks her head and then just goes, anyway, um, but since there's no one else staying at the hotel but you four, I don't really know what happened. I think someone just came by and stole them. Probably the same person who's been messing with my towels. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's a possibility. It's crazy. Also, I think I'm going to have that van towed. It's just been here for like a week and no one else is here. No one else is here? Just you four. Oh, not, uh, what was it, Scott Adams? 
Who? So, who, what were you, uh, you said you were leaving keys out for some uh, FBI agents? Yeah, in case they needed to investigate. If no one else was here, were they keys to our rooms? Uh, I don't know, I gave my spare keys to them because they lost their keys. Which you know it's like $25 if you lose your keys twice. Well, don't lose your keys twice now. Anyway, I've got to go make copies of these keys. Sure, and, uh... Why do you need to make copies for them? Well, someone took the other one. Why would they take them if they I... weren't going to stay there? What, what was that? What was it? You said Scott Adams was took them from, from Who? you? What? There's no one by that name here. No. I mean, serious. Are you okay? Like... No, no. Here's the thing. I kept hearing that name around town by the, uh, what was it? Oh, that's Scott Adams, who's been going around asking about UFOs and stuff. Yeah, that guy. He hasn't been around here in, like, a week. Oh. Could that be his car? That'd be weird, seeing as he's not around. I mean, where else would he go? Maybe he got lost. Well, I guess that's true. Maybe that's why the FBI are here. Maybe he died in the Ma'am, woods or something. Ma'am, I'm, I'm not meaning to interrupt you there. Oh, We've been fine. networking around town all day. Did we receive any calls or... Calls? Any requests to contact? No, not at all. Why? Well, I got, we've been networking. We've been telling networking. people to get, get in contact with the hotel, to get in contact with us. Well, you no know? one's called. Are you asking about UFO stuff, too? Because people don't like that here. No. Oh. Okay. I think you've got enough of that going on with that what, TV crew. Yeah. That's that's fine. Well, uh, I don't think we need a, a whole job. We, we were just about ready to go inside and uh, take a breather. Oh, that's great. Do you guys need anything? I'm running out. Come uh, find us when you get back. We don't want to hold you up no more. Oh, I mean, I'm not doing anything else. Just let us know if you find the FBI. Oh, I will totally let you know, because I need to tell you, because we talked about that earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, are you feeling okay? I've been working for like 42 hours straight, so there's a lot going on. I know exactly how you feel. So I'm going to go get in my car and drive over to get my copies made. And where would you do that? At the place where you make copies. That makes sense. You know, the locksmith. Oh. Is it Merle? Uh, No, Merle owns the hotel and those other places, but he doesn't own the locksmith. How long has he owned these places? Uh, Like, so long. He's so old. Um... Well, well, we'll let you get to the locksmith. Yeah, she closes the door to her car. And then turns it on. And then... Why did we not tell her again that we're FBI? Uh, uh, honestly, at this point... We're supposed to keep a low profile. Low profile. But I right, don't but think it's going that. very well. They, they know that. She didn't ask about a gunshot. She didn't. She also forgot about Scott Adams right after she said... Yeah, she did. She's... Did you guys see that look on her face? Yeah. yeah. So you guys head on inside... And uh, where are you wanting to go first, in the dead room or the Jane room? See if we can take care of Jane. Yeah, let's check on Jane. So you guys approach motel room 21. Does it still like there's like the coat underneath the door and like the chair and all that kind of stuff or has it been cleared? There's still a broken wooden chair in the middle of the hall. There is the closed door 22 with a jacket pushed up against the bottom of it. And then 21 looks untouched and normal. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna have my gun out, and when I see the broken wooden chair in the middle of the hall, <laughs> that was us. I, I I'm gonna look, Green. Can you grab that, and we can put it in Jane's room? Sure, let me grab it. Oh no! How long are you gonna be doing that? Probably until the bats wear off. All of you grab it, as I also have my own sidearm. Jack, will you roll one d four? One. They're starting to wear off. Oh, I think I'm gonna need another dose pretty soon. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll stop by the drugstore and get you something real quick. Let's, let's see how this girl's doing. Teal, you're, you're probably better shot than me. Well, um, I don't have the key. Oh, Olive. yeah. Olive, if you wouldn't mind, I'll back you up, yeah. Out of courtesy, I knock on the door and then unlock it. Oh, by the way, she doesn't have any clothes on. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Be prepared for that. So you begin to open the door inside... Same place you left her, the fetal position, is this gaunt, emaciated, grayish-skinned woman. Very clearly notice she looks about nine months pregnant. And again, there's the smell of, you know, the lack of a bathroom. There's trash all over the place. It's very dark. There's almost, there's like no lights on and the curtains are pretty blocked out. And she's like, oh, doctor, are you back? Did you bring me more food? Doctor. 
Yep, that's me. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. We seem to got sidetracked. Did anyone else come in here by chance after we left? What? I, uh, Did you no, hear no. anything? No, it's it's no no. I don't think so. Is there is there a light switch? Yeah. Yeah. I flip it on. She goes ah. She clearly hasn't had a light on in a long time. Can I attempt to do just like a brief? Exam like that, like uh, yeah. You keep saying like she's nine months pregnant. Can I like see like if I can feel a baby kicking? Like if I can do like see if her pupils are dilating? Uh, if she's on anything? Sure. Do you want to try like medicine or something? Sure. As you start getting closer to her, she looks like she's trying to like find something or even lift something that she could use to like you know swat you away, but she like can't even lift anything. J- she's Jay. Like, uh. Jay. Who are you? We're, we're, we're here Who to help. Are you? We're here to help. Doctor, help. No, I, I'm I'm an assistant of the doctor there, uh, but I rolled an 89 over 20. <laughs> you start your exam, you start feeling like if you push too hard, you might accidentally like break something. So you kind of like back off in fear of hurting her on accident. How long have you been in this room? It's a few days now. How long have you been in this this state? What do you what do you mean? Pregnant. Pregnant? Um, just a couple week um just just a little bit. Do you have any food? I'm so hungry. I don't wanna hurt the baby by not eating enough. This is essentially what we got the first time we were here. Where's Scott? Is he okay? Did you find him? Scott's just Scott's fine. Hey. Don't worry about Scott. Scott's been uh feeding you? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Did he uh, pick you up from your house? I... I... I asked him to take me away. From your... I didn't want it to happen to me. Well, here, 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 sweetheart. Um, <clears throat> why don't... Why don't... We'll get you some food. And I just look up to somebody like, vending machine? So, why, why don't you tell me you, you wanted to get away so it wouldn't happen to you? Um, is that... Run away with uh, no, Scott? Something happened to Billy. Yeah. And he killed his dad. Uh huh. And things didn't seem right with him. And he lost some time. And I lost some time. And I didn't want to hurt anyone or myself. And I didn't want something to come mess with me. So I ran away. And Scott was asking about the missing time. And he also had missing time. So I ran with him here because he was staying here and he said he'd oh, buy me a, a rent me a room and now oh, I'm I see. here so hiding whenever you, uh, you and Billy went out to go hang out right you you uh, lost is that where you lost the time no I didn't lose the time with Billy oh afterwards no Billy lost time after me but I didn't think anything of it I was only gone eight hours I just thought I lost track of time okay. my mom All got right. so worried um yeah and I I your mom is up there, and, and I'm sure she would love to see you. No, not like this. Am I gonna die? I'm so hungry. Well, we'll, we'll get you some food. We'll, we'll uh, uh, Olive, can you go see if you can get something real quick? Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll get you some food, and, and uh, don't want to hurt that baby. I want Billy. Is Billy okay? Um, uh, Billy. I didn't tell him yet that I was pregnant. Billy's fine. Billy, Billy, uh, uh, is uh, out of state right now. He's in the hospital. Green, go help Olive with the food. I'm fine. Doctor, Green, no, go, no, go. The doctor needs to stay. Why don't you make sure you got the medicine and the food, doctor? I'm fine. She, like, tries to lift her hand to reach out to the doctor, but, but she can't even yeah. lift her forearm. He bends down and uses his other arm. But he's, <laughs> he's, he's doing okay. That's um, good. Yeah, you you and Billy were gonna have a kid. Was this planned? Uh, no, not really. But then, you know, all the missing time stuff started happening, so I didn't tell him. And now I feel weird. Gotcha. So, wh- when did you find out you were pregnant? About three or four weeks ago. You know, she went missing like two weeks ago. So, from what she's saying, she would be pregnant before she was missing. Well, congratulations. How do how how did you know uh, Scott Allen before? Scott Adams? Adams, yeah, Scott Adams. I didn't know him before. He was just asking around town, and 
you know, I forgot to ask. Could I get a sanity check from the two of you looking yeah, at her? Yeah, that's fair. And interacting with her. That's starting to sink in a bit more. Two under 68. You lose one. 17 under 52. You lose one. Now, um, do you make a habit from talking with strangers? No, he was just at our house and he was talking about... He was at your house? Yeah, he was asking everyone stuff around town. He was everywhere. If you remember, her mom mentioned a, a man who visited in a white van. He was talking about all the same stuff, so I went and asked him more, but privately. Um, we're gonna go help um, Olive with that food. Please, I'm so hungry. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. Unless you have another question, Ray. You, you just sit right here, darling, and we'll, uh, we'll see about getting you some food and uh, see if we can get you taken care of. We'll, we'll talk to the doctor back here. And you said you didn't hear any noises when we were gone? I don't know. It's hard to concentrate on anything, Doctor. That makes sense. Well, if you do, let us know. Thank you. I'm gonna go to sleep while I wait for some food. When we exit the room, we we, we probably should break into that van. As you guys step out into the hallway, Olive's just kind of waiting there without anything in her hands. Olive, I don't want to make presumptions, but can you break into a car? Yeah. Want to help me with a side project? What, oh, um, are we breaking into a... Oh, are we breaking into the van? Yeah, we're breaking we're into, breaking the, into van. the van. We should probably do it before the secretary gets back. Yeah. We better reception Because they're going to... She said she wants to... T- all right. As you guys all head to the van, Abby, since I rolled your number, will you roll a luck check? Please roll. Just roll. Let me know what you got. It's the second 100 of the night. Okay, so you rolled 100? Yeah. Alright, you guys head outside to the van. How are you wanting to break in? Obviously, the best course of action would be whatever side is not facing the road. To use that side, uh, since the van has no windows or anything, Mm -hmm. it'd be easy cover. It's parked, like, vertically to the road. So its back is to the road, so both sides are both easily as visible from the road. I don't yeah. know how you'd break into that, but fictional Olive might. I think that would make the most sense out of the other skills that I have. Just using criminology? Yeah. Okay, well, with your skill, it's high enough to do this without rolling. So you open up one of the doors, essentially, without breaking anything. Yeah. So you guys are able to go into the van. There's really, like, nothing in here. The van's pretty empty. Nothing in the glove box, under the seats, console. There's like some receipts, some trash, like napkins and stuff, straw wrappers. But nothing that catches our attention. No. Okay. I think judging from the state of his room, there's probably most of his stuff was moved into the room from the van. Well, we're the shock. Yeah. I think I recall him having like a lot of stuff, like a laptop and clothes and. That laptop could be useful. Papers. Are the keys in the van? No course of action go check out his room yep as much as i don't want to be prepared for an overgrown tick i thought you said it was a blob it's a, a blob equals overgrown tick it's gray well a blob assumes amorphous overgrown tick all right then it's an overgrown tick does it have face i didn't, nope. I didn't it's an overgrown tick i overgrown didn't tick. look overgrown tick well, well great uh before we go in there all of you want to get the shotgun or do you still have it it was in your guys' car, we assumed. Is it still in the van? Yes. Did you ever take it? No. No, you had the stick. I have the gun you also had, that you gave me. I did give you a gun, but you also had pocket. the plank of wood. As you reach back, it's not there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's not surprising. I made a luck check, if you recall. Yeah, that's true. Okay, of so... Of course, don't fire it unless needed, but... I'll, I'll get the shotgun out of the van. But as you guys are heading inside, you guys hear a car pulling up. Is it the receptionist? It's a deputy. If you guys want to continue to go inside, I can... Us three, we'll go in. Uh, Teal, if you can take care of that real quick. So he gets out of his car, closes the door. Looks like he says something kind of quietly into his radio. And then he's making a line, like, straight for the way into the hallway. Something going on here, officer? Just uh, responding to a call. No worries. What was the call? Uh, Sorry, I don't discuss stuff like this with civilians. All Um, right. Did the sheriff not fill you in? On what? Agent Teal, FBI. Uh, yeah, I knew there were FBI agents in town. I just didn't know it was you. Oh, sorry. I thought the sheriff... We introduced ourselves to the sheriff. He said you all were busy, very busy this time of year, so... Yeah, pretty busy. That's why I'm going in. 
And he kind of starts continuing. So what uh, what was the call? It doesn't have anything to do with your guys' investigation. A lot of things have to do with our investigation. I hope you understand. I'm not trying to be nosy here, but was it uh, domestic violence? Because that wouldn't have anything to do with it. Was it... uh... Okay, it was just a noise complaint, all right? Checking things out. All right, man. Where's Tasha? I don't see her. The receptionist? Yes. She had to go do something, get some new keys made. Somebody stole some keys. That Merle making her work double shifts, she really, really needs a new pool boy or something to watch the place while he's gone. Yeah, she said she was working 42 hours. That is unlawful. Uh, yeah, I would say so. If she's doing it by her own choice, I guess it's fine. But anyway, I'm heading inside. You here by yourself? He says, well, he's kind of just walking in. No, uh, we have, uh, the other agents are inside, too. This is the only place to stay in town. I'm sure you understand. Gotcha. I can go get them for you, and uh, I, I holler down the hallway. You guys, as you're getting to the door, notice that the um, jacket has a hole in it. A what? Like a recently made, like it wasn't there last time you saw the jacket. It looks like, like a good, like, ten inches of the jacket is gone. That's not good blob. Eating blood. Wait, where? And I just started looking around. So you guys heard the shouting when you see the jacket all melted and or just missing a piece and such. Gray, you start looking around because that thing could be in the hallway. Olive, what are you doing? You have the shotgun, is that right? Apparently I do. I don't know what the crap I'm going to do with it. Well, you're thinking about what to do with the shotgun. Green, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to shove my stump into my pants pocket. And then my other hand, I'm going to... I'm going to lean against the wall with my other hand kind of propping myself up. Kind of like... I'm going to try and act casual. We weren't really sure what that... Deputy, I'm not sure. What was your name? I didn't quite get that. I introduced myself. It's kind of rude. White. Officer White. The detective stops for a second. Looking at all of you, and then he sees, like, the broken chair in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> that chair was there. We were going to talk to the receptionist about it, but she wasn't here. Well, here's everyone right here. I assume is everyone. Yeah, is everyone. This Hi. is uh, Gray, uh, FBI consultant Green, and uh, Agent Olive. Ah, all colors. That's uh, fun, I suppose. I like to think they did it on purpose. Oh, sorry, I didn't catch your name, Detective White. Hey! Well, what a... He he does not look, like, amused by this at all. (laughs) Um, I'm just heading right in there. He points at door at room 22. The one we're all around? Yeah. Starts walking down the hall. Deputy, uh, looking at Teal, like... Oh, he just said it was a noise complaint. Let let the man do his job. Yeah. We we got our own business to do. We got our own business, so... Please let us know if you find anything that could be related to the case in there of course uh sure he kind of walks up and just knocks a couple of times just chewing everyone out of range at behind his back uh gray just points at the hole in the coat uh he knocks a couple of times again looks down and he sees the coat and he grabs it what the heck happened to this thing he unfolds it it's like missing just a huge chunk tosses it onto the broken chair <laughs> all right he knocks him are you in here hello I was hoping Tasha would be here. I could get the key from her. Well, maybe the door is open. Oh, she's she just went to the locksmith. You can go. You can go down to her. I'm sure she won't be a bit bit of a minute. Maybe he grabs his handle and it's unlocked. It's like, well, yeah, we did lock it. We, but there's also a person who barred the door when we were in I there. I know, but we locked the door. He opens the door, and you all get to see the room. There's like clothes in a pile in the corner just thrown but then on the bed there's some very neatly folded clothes and there's trash everywhere it looks like there used to be towels and such taped like the walls and the windows but they've all been like torn down there's a computer on the bed surrounded by some notes it's a macintosh and then there's this room actually has its own bathroom and the bathroom door is cracked hello you in here well shoot told there was a noise complaint with this room doesn't look like he's here. Might be in the bathroom. I mean, he could have just ran away after someone called the cops. His room's quite a mess. Hey, do you know who was staying here? No, I don't. I was gonna ask Tasha that. Who did she mention? She was missing like one other person or someone? Or He steps inside the room. Uh, Mr. Scott Adams, was it? Oh, that loon? He the one who lives here? Oh, 
smells like crap in here. Yeah. He kind of picks up one of the notebooks. Stuff doesn't make much sense. Little loon tosses it back down on the bed. Gray's going to kind of follow behind him, but he's, while he's been talking, he's just going to sidle over to the Macintosh. Kind of like just while while the deputy's looking at other stuff, just kind of. I should mention. It's not a laptop. No, it's not a laptop. It's a full computer. In that case, he's just going to kind of grab some of the notebooks. Okay, the deputy's not really paying attention. Mm -hmm. He's heading to the bathroom door. Deputy, is it procedure to just enter someone's domicile and explore? I'm just checking out the only other room here to see if he's here. Could be hiding in here. I mean, he could have just ran away. What would you do if someone called the cops on you and you had the chance to get out? Just a noise complaint. I'd just wait. Tell him I'll be quiet next time. I haven't. Granted, we haven't been here that long, didn't hear anything. We just got back. Green is going to kind of shimmy over to Teal and whisper in his ear, Noise complaint from who? Oh, I've been wondering that for a while. The girl didn't remember any noise. I'm going to, as he's going to open up the door, I'm going to be like, Well, Deputy, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Deputy White. This place, it seems to have a lot to do with our investigation. I mean, look at it. This is clearly a drug den of some sort. So I'm gonna need to ask you to stop touching things, well, including the door. There's a reason I told you, didn't tell you to leave. It's potential here. I know, but I'm just. It's, Wait, this this is the first time we've walked in this room. Listen, I've done this plenty of times. It's fine. All right. Well, he roll. He pulls his sleeve up a bit to cover his hands so he doesn't leave things. Like he makes a show of it towards Teal before pushing on the door. You're, you're still tampering with the crime scene. It, we don't know it's a crime scene at all yet. Where'd the noise complaint come from? I don't know. It was a call to the station. Was it from the secretary? I don't know. I was just told about it. I was driving my patrol. Yeah, you know, she said that we were the only ones here. How can there be a noise complaint if... I don't know. I'm just here following up on a noise complaint. All right? Golly. Right, I think you he followed... opens the door. <laughs> he kind of just relaxes for a minute, steps in... You hear like like a shower curtain kind of move. And he walks back out. He's like, he's not here, so I'm going to just... You guys, if you feel so strongly, this place could be some sort of drugged in. I'll put in a report that you guys are looking into the room, all right? He's not here. I'm done here. All right, all thank right? you. Deputy White, you have a good night. Yeah, thanks. You too. And he kind of makes his way out. And pick up this chair if you could. Or at least tell Tasha about it. I thought I told you to pick up that chair, Green. I picked a part of it. You were supposed to pick up the big chair, not the... As he steps out of the room, and you all collectively turn back to the bathroom, where there should be a body, we hard cut to black. And that's all for tonight. Lame. Mm. Lame. Thank you for tuning into our program. If you haven't already, we encourage you to check out our weekly show, The Written and the Lost, a Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. We'd also like to take this time to thank Arc Dream Publishing for the system and setting of Delta Green, and to John Scott Tynes and everyone else who worked diligently to give us this edition of Operation Convergence. Information on music used is found in the description. Thank you, and have an atomic time. Atomic time.